There is no other podcast like this, so proceed with caution as we challenge your beliefs by providing the forbidden information kept away from you and your family by modern medicine so they can keep you on the path of drugs for anything and drugs for everything. Hundreds of years of preventative medicine have been destroyed by Big Pharma. We're in the dark ages of true healing. After all, it's not just about living long, it's about living well. If your continuing search for answers has led you nowhere, you will find the truth here on the Forbidden Doctor Podcast. Now prepare to have your consciousness explode into the next evolutionary stage of human existence with your hosts, Dr. Jack and Mary Stockwell. Stockwell. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Jack and Mary, and we are back with our 21st, I believe, podcast. Yes, yes we are. And it is on restless legs. Yeah, this is going to be a short one because it's so easy to oh, fix. Oh, it is one of the easiest things in the world to fix. And uh, as we were putting our notes together here, uh, it, it you know, what people have been doing. Well, I had no idea because we get rid of it so easily in our clinic. I don't know of a case that hasn't worked. I don't know of a case that hasn't worked with my patients, yeah. let alone yours. And so we didn't realize this was as big a problem as, as it is until people started getting in touch with us through the website, through other means. Can you do something about restless legs? And we're sitting there thinking, well, yeah. Yeah. This one lady says it is hell on earth for her. And she's had, you know, what? Five million people have restless legs. Didn't know that either. Five million. Yes. And this, and it affects women twice as much as men. So. Well, once we explain why it happens and the easy remedy to fix it, I can explain why it's more with women than men. Yeah. But here's something that actually stops restless leg syndrome instead of drugs. And what we're going to go what we're going to talk about here is the connection between restless leg syndrome, the heart and heart problems, sleep apnea, sleep insomnia, Parkinson's, diabetes, diabetes, the list goes on because there's a thread that runs through all of this. And we're going to give you the fix for yeah. restless leg syndrome, especially well, Grace proved it. Yes, Grace came in a couple of weeks ago, actually, with, um, no, she didn't even bring her husband. She brought her kids in. She's been our patient. She and her whole family have been our patients for, what do you think, six, seven, eight at, years? At least. Yeah, and um, she said this. Let me just quote it here. She said, it's like a miracle. It always works. And if I forget to give it to my husband for a couple of nights, his restless legs always come back. Yes. So it's something we recommended for her because her husband has diabetes. Well, he's not really diabetic, but he's pre-diabetic. He has real big sugar handling problems, hypoglycemia and some other things. So... We have two protocols, one for that and another one which you're going to describe. Yes, which is the, the, the major overwhelming cause. Let me just start off with that because this is going to be short anyway. Yeah. Is a calcium distribution in the body problem. I, I think I'll put it that way. I remember in gross anatomy, in, in gross anatomy one, it is the muscles of the body. It's the... Uh, the arms, the legs, the, you know, the, um, the extremities. Yeah, we have gross, those. 
Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> and gross too is the internal organs, you know, from the from the throat down to the oh, crotch. So the peripherals and the yeah, but gross then, one mm-hmm. is the arms and legs and muscles, nerves, this kind of stuff. And I was so fascinated in gross one anatomy, not just in the dissection of human cadavers. But in the, the understanding how muscle fibers are put together. Now, with restless legs, your muscles are doing not necessarily St. Vitus's dance, but they're dancing around and you can't seem to stop it. And it just comes on all of a sudden. You may be asleep kicking your partner or it may be taking place preventing you going to sleep or it may happen after you've gone to sleep. And like I said, kicking your partner or waking you up. One lady said it felt like blood. Her legs had no blood. She said it was the weirdest feel. It is the weirdest feeling. It feels like hot liquid running down my legs. And That's the nerve transmission yes, signals. And, and spiders crawling inside. Ugh. Well, in this gross one class, when we started how muscle fi- studied how muscle fibers are put together, it's just like recently in our neighborhood, you've seen where they had all those yellow pipes that they're mm-hmm. putting one after another. I, I think it's like four inch, maybe six inch pipe, and what and then up at the top was a, a, a trailer that had a big, big roll of wire on it. Now, I don't know if it's light, uh, light ca- fiber optic cable or whatever else they're putting in there. But if you've ever seen when they've laid the old type of telephone trunk lines, and it's a big round cable with gray plastic covering on the outside, and if you were to cut that thing in half, it's not one big wire. There's thousands of wires in there. Yeah. Now, in a muscle... And I'll just use my bicep here that, that brings my hand up to my shoulder, the bicep muscle. You have the same thing. You have these what are called myofibrils, tiny little things. You need a microscope to see them. They're so tiny. But there will be a bundle of them, and they're wrapped with something called the sarcoplasma, sarcoplasmic reticulum. And then they are bundled together. And then those bundles are bundled together. And then those bundles are bundled together. Until you have, remember the image that's on the back of a Roosevelt dime? They mm-hmm. have those, they have the old Roman fascisti. The, the, it's what the, you know, the fascists back in, in Italy with <laughs> Mussolini. Of course. They, he used the old Roman where they had sticks, you know, you'd break a stick in half, but if you put a whole bunch of sticks mm-hmm. together and bind them, mm-hmm. you're not going to break it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the, That's where the concept of, of uh, the name, anyway, of, of fascism came from, from the fascistes, and we have them on the back of the Roosevelt dime. There's two, there's two of them, one think, on each yeah, side. Yeah, I think I remember yeah. that. Well, that's how muscle fibers are. And muscle fibers require several things to take place in order for them to contract. And calcium is absolutely essential to the contraction of a muscle. And calcium is outside of those little myofibrils to a concentration like 10,000 times greater than it is inside. And it's when the action potential takes place. And the action potential is, as you see me sitting here, my arms relaxed. Now, an action potential has to fire in order for that muscle to contract and bring my hand up to my shoulder. Now, that action potential in skeletal muscles is supposed to be voluntary. 
It's not supposed to happen by itself without a forethought taking place ahead of it. Now, restless legs, those skeletal muscles will be contracting without you telling them to contract. And that's where the madness can come in. And people are driven crazy by this kind of a thing. And a neuro, they call it a neurological disease, too. And they give some of the same drugs for Parkinson's as they yes, do for restless legs. There is a connection. Terrible between side effects. There's a connection between them. Now, here's what happens. When the gradient between the calcium outside of the muscle fiber and the calcium inside the muscle fiber, that gradient, which means it's higher on one side than the other or Mm -hmm. more concentrated on one side than the other. When that gets out of balance, muscles will contract when they're not supposed to be contracting. And there's a strong relationship here with something called ATP, adenosine triphosphate, which is the the uh, the gasoline of the body. The energy, it's it's yeah. made mostly inside the mitochondria. Sugar comes in, it goes down to pyruvic acid and then essential fatty acids and other things come in there to form something called acetyl-CoA. And then in the transition between what's known as adenosine diphosphate and adenosine triphosphate, all this energy is created. And calcium has an awful lot to do with the ability of ATP to do its job inside the mitochondria. And when that gradient gets out of balance, and I don't want to get too technical here, but when that gradient gets out of balance, the actin and the myosin muscle fibers will come together and contract when calcium keeps them apart and then calcium brings them together and calcium brings them apart, calcium brings them together. When you want them to. When you want them to, exactly. When you get up and walk across the room, that's what's taking place. Now, when you don't have enough calcium in the tissues, that gradient gets out of balance and the automatic firing without an action potential, without an electrical command to that muscle, You know, the old experiment with the wires and the frog Mm -hmm. legs and they would dance when you'd turn up the voltage. That's the action potential. And when that happens inside the body, we're under control of our muscles. But when it starts firing itself without an action potential, then that can create the madness and the hell that's associated with restless legs. But the core of this thing, the thing that works so well with us and our patients in the clinic is that when we take care of the calcium balance, it was different with Grace's husband, and you're going to explain that here in a few moments. But on my end, where I deal directly with muscles, nerve innervation to the muscles, health of the muscles that I deal with with my patients, when we can get that calcium back in the pr- proper balance, I'm telling you within one, two, three days, it's over with. Now, it's not just a matter of taking more calcium. No, it's not. See, that's what's important. In fact, you can take too much calcium and you'll have an even worse problem. So what's the secret ingredient? Okay, the secret ingredient is this. Nutrient. It's one one thing to get calcium in the body. It's another thing to get calcium deep inside the tissues. Mm -hmm. And the major thing that's necessary to get calcium into the body, of course, is to eat foods that are calcium rich. I highly recommend raw dairy. But there's other foods, uh, green vegetables, there's, uh, you know, uh, clean meat, uh, what, beg your pardon? Green leafy vegetables. Green leafy vegetables, things like this will have calcium. But it's it's one thing to get the calcium into your digestive system. It's another thing to get it out of the digestive system into the blood. Mm -hmm. So it can carry the calcium throughout the body. And the primary vitamin that is absolutely essential for your body to absorb calcium out of the gut is vitamin D. Is vitamin D. The sunshine vitamin. The sunshine we talked about vitamin. that in our last 
Yes, um, we skin did. Skin cancer in the podcast. Skin, right. We, we did an awful lot about vitamin D mm-hmm. in the skin cancer that, podcast. That is number 20. Oh, just Well, that just preceded this one. Right. So you can either go out in the sun with exposed arms and face and neck and maybe a little bit of the upper chest, and they tell us that 30 minutes a day, now this is talking about June 21st. June 21st, of course, is when the sun is highest in the sky for the northern latitudes. This is when you have the, the, the most direct sun rays hitting the body. This isn't the case December 21st, when the sun is lowest in the sky in the northern latitudes, because you've got, I've seen some estimates, you have to have six to eight hours of exposure to the sun, December 21st, to equal 10 minutes of the sun directly overhead in the, in the third week of June. So you but, want to use cod liver oil. Well, there's another way to get vitamin yeah. D in the body than just photosynthesis as the uh, B rays, the ones they're scared about in the tanning booths and mm-hmm. stuff like that. The one the sun gives that they're telling us causes skin cancer, nonsense, um, will convert the beta cholesterol in the skin into cholecalciferol, vitamin D3, which is the active form of vitamin D, the most powerful steroid-based hormone inside the human body. In fact, there's a lot of people who want to consider vitamin D a hormone now, not a vitamin, because it is so powerful in what it will do. And its presence in the blood pulls calcium out of the gut into the bloodstream. So So there we go. We eat the calcium, then you have the cod liver oil, or you get out in the sun and it pulls the calcium from the gut into the bloodstream, then tell us what pushes it into well, the tissue? it's one thing to get it in the bloodstream. <laughs> it's one thing to eat it. It's one thing to get it in the bloodstream. Yes. And it's another thing to get you it in like the I'm tissue. You feel like I'm baiting you. <laughs> it, it, exactly right. Yeah. Because high amounts of calcium, um, I mean high amounts of vitamin D, that, uh, this is where sunstroke comes from. You're mm-hmm. out in the sun way too mm-hmm. long. The calcium, not the vitamin D, not only pulls calcium out of the gut into the bloodstream, it pulls it out of the tissues into the bloodstream. That's why these these healthy young kids get a get sunstroke or and they die. I mean, just they just die in just a few seconds. because the body's ability to cool itself off is yeah. calcium dependent. And when calcium's not in the tissues, not only do you get tetany, where the muscles start, you know, the mm-hmm. restless legs of the fingers and the arms and everything else, but the body can't air condition itself. But with a few pennies. Just a of, few pennies. Of this of next the thing. special <laughs> thing we're going to talk about. The next thing that pushes it back into the tissues. Because, you know, if you get a cramp in the night, and we've talked about this. Well, maybe we haven't talked about it. But if you get a cramp in the night, you chew up a, a few of these special things. Called? Cataplex F or vitamin Cataplex, F. Vitamin F. Yes. Vitamin F was discovered in the early 30s. And essentially, it is a certain kind of fatty acid structure. Some of it comes from a little bit of plants, but the real effective part of this vitamin F comes from the fatty portion of beef liver and, and calf you, liver. Ooh. And what it is is essential. It, what it is is fatty acids. And, and because the researchers said, you know, this is really fatty acids. It's not a vitamin. Yeah. They stopped calling it vitamin F. Yeah. So if you check with the CDC or the FDA, they'll, they'll say, well, there is no vitamin F. Right. But in the 30s, they discovered it, and it was essential then. And standard process still calls it cataplex F. F to this day because that's what it was called way back then. And what this does is that the opposite 
of vitamin D. It is the antagonist of vitamin D. You get this, uh, what I do, if I ever get a Charlie That's horse. That's just what I was going to say. Ah. I was dying. Did you just jump up and chew up three or four of these? Yeah. And in seconds. In seconds. Maybe 20, maybe 30 seconds. I chew this stuff up, make soup out of it. I hold it under my tongue. 20, 30 seconds. The 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 yeah, uh, muscle yeah. cramp is gone. Now, the same thing that causes a Charlie horse is the same thing that causes restless legs. Yeah. There's not enough diffusible calcium deep inside the tissues. Now, it's not just any kind of calcium. The calcium we recommend is calcium lactate, which although there is calcium lactate in milk, we're talking about just elemental ionic calcium that's mixed up with lactic acid. They come together to form calcium lactate. And the reason we use that is because it's only one enzymatic step away from calcium bicarbonate. And calcium bicarbonate, <clears throat> excuse me, is the only calcium form of calcium your body can actually use. It's in a liquid form and it flows through the bloodstream. Now we have calcium bicarbonate in the bloodstream, but we've got to get that calcium into the tissues. And that's where fatty acids come into this. Yes, calcium citrate's not going to work. This is why people who drink raw dairy or eat cheese or those kinds of products and have a lot of fish in their diet, never have restless leg syndrome, never, never. have Charlie horses, never have heart irregularities, and almost never have any kind of neurological diseases that result from a degeneration of the nerve fibers themselves. Because even that, even the nerve transmission signal is dependent upon calcium to take place. Well, yes, because that's what makes the heart beat. I mean, the heart just sits there. It's the nerves that push it. The, the energy. The energy to do from it. the nerves that makes the heart beat. So if your heart cramps because it doesn't have the ability to beat, yes. the, the no calcium, actually, it can't even work upon it. Is yes. That, is that correct? Yeah. If it doesn't have the calcium, the nerves can't even fire into the heart to make the, if the heart doesn't have the calcium in the tissues. This is why of all the minerals inside the human body, and of course calcium's the most present one because it's the bones, 99% of all the calcium in your body is locked up as a calcium phosphate structure inside the bone, the skeleton. Yeah. 1% of the calcium in your body is calcium bicarbonate flowing through the bloodstream. And when we don't have enough calcium, and we don't have enough fatty acids in the diet, and it's easy to replace that with just some Cataplex F, when those, we get calcium imbalances deep inside the muscle tissue, and they start firing without command to fire. Yeah. And that's the problem. Yeah. And the reason why you don't have restless legs with two and three-year-olds or 12 and 13 year olds. And it usually, well, and it I'll used tell you to what, not be. I read be, about a bunch of them <clears throat> online, little kids. It used to be 60, 70, 80 year old people. Yeah. Now you're seeing it with much, much younger people because they are calcium deficient. Yeah. And well, well we drink milk. Well, well, you're probably drinking pasteurized milk. But the problem here, the thing that gets you with this, is that in the pasteurization process, the alkaline phosphatase enzyme is destroyed by that heat. And it's the alkaline phosphatase enzyme that takes the calcium from the milk plus vitamin K2 mm -hmm. and boron so, critical. so that that calcium can bind to the skeleton itself. If there's no alkaline phosphatase, very little of that calcium in your milk is going to end up in your bones. 
And it's just part of the marketing and the food labeling and and congressional laws out there that let the dairy industry get away with this kind of stuff. Pottinger's cats and the experiments that were done with these cats with with pasteurized milk. I mean, brittle skeletons. Their teeth didn't for their teeth fell out. Just all kinds violent. of dental problems became violent. And I I also think it's the parathyroids on the either side well, of the thyroid. I was getting to that. Oh, sorry. Well, it's it's just that calcium is so important. It actually has a gland that produces a hormone called calcitonin that actually regulates the amount of calcium in the bloodstream inside the body. No other mineral that we need, and there's so many of them that are vital to human health and nutrition, has a gland to regulate it. Just calcium. Just calcium. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So I would think some a little bit of iodine would help that also with the essential fatty acids. Calcium and iodine work hand in hand. Yeah. We don't have iodine on our protocol for restless legs, but I'm just going to throw that out there. So you lucky few that are listening to the podcast can throw that into your protocol too. Okay, now I was talking about the kind of the neurogenic cause of restless legs. Grace had a different situation. Yeah, she had, um, her husband had, well, hypoglycemia. He wasn't exactly diabetic, but we're all a little pre-diabetic. And he used our Cataplex GTF, which stands for glucose tolerance factor, has the chromium in it. He also used chlorophyll complex. And I have to tell you, I was surprised how little of these products he had to use to stop his restless oh. legs. If it's a sugar issue, I was surprised. I thought he would have to take a lot more, but he just, she actually downed and downed and downed his dosage to where he's only taking a few pills at night. He's taking three Cataplex GTF, and that's just a very small tablet, one chlorophyll pearl, and one Cyruta Plus, which is the root and the real strong vitamin C, whole food vitamin yes. C. So you could already have your bases covered by what I've been talking about. But if there is a sugar problem going on, yeah. if there is an insulin resistance problem going on here, like pre-diabetic or diabetic, as you said, yeah. then you have to take care of the sugar handling problem because elevated levels of glucose in the bloodstream interrupt the effect of calcium and its job that it needs to do. That's exactly right. And so I put together a little protocol for you at the end of this podcast for that. And we've never seen the calcium um, magnesium deficiency protocol fail. Yes. Now, uh, a, a lot of people might right now be saying, well, Dr. Jackie didn't say anything about magnesium. Back before World War II, nutritionists then that were very, very prominent in the healthcare arena as not so much now because antibiotics have pushed them out of the picture. Yeah. But back when food was your best medicine, which actually it still is today. Yeah. But back when food was the thing, it, they found out then by tissue studies of extremely healthy people, a muscle biopsy, organ biopsy, nerve biopsy, there was a five to one relationship between calcium and magnesium. And so it was established before World War II. When you take these things, you want a five to one ratio between calcium and magnesium. So in the product, the calcium product we recommend, calcium lactate, it's five uh, to one. it has magnesium stearate or uh, citrate in there as a five to one ratio, because that's the thing we found the best. And I have tested this on myself enough times when I get a Charlie horse now and then, mm -hmm. and almost, as you said a minute ago, almost immediate relief from that spasm. Now we have been 
drinking an inordinate amount of raw milk lately because our son loves it. And it's addictive. And and it's summertime and it's hot outside and have you you have not had any Charlie horses. No, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't I haven't had any at all. Yeah. But I take my cod liver oil so that I know I'm getting my vitamin D, even though, you know, uh, at the time of the year, I'm getting more sun yeah, exposure. Yeah, you're sitting out on the deck quite yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah, getting a lot more sun. Uh, but I still take my cod liver oil because cod liver oil is loaded with vitamin A and vitamin D. And there's not so much uh, essential amino acids or fatty acids inside cod liver oil as there is in the meat of the fish which is loaded with essential fatty acids, but there's very little vitamin A and D in the meat of the fish. Yeah. That's why cod liver oil is so vi- vitally important. Uh, you can get it in capsule or you can get the liquid stuff that some people have, but I like the capsule because I don't have to taste it. Yeah, so back to the magnesium. So magnesium also, the, there's an interplay between calcium and magnesium in the body's ability to assimilate either one of them. They both have to be present. So if we are magnesium deficient, there's also going to be a calcium uh, utilization problem inside the muscle tissue as well, as well as nerve transmission. This is why there's so many diseases today affecting uh, Western nations um, that are simply mineral deficiencies. Yeah. We That's just, all. Just mineral deficiencies because yeah. your your body cannot take copper and use it in place of calcium. It can't take iron and use it in place of iodine. Yeah, we don't have time to get into it now, but we heard a podcast today about the horrors of Roundup and how it depletes the zinc. Yes. Yes. And it, the zinc and something else. The, it can't the, the, it can't get into the plant. Right. Well, that's what I mean. And yeah. It can't. So um, it's the not plant in the plant. Can't absorb it, but if it was round, zinc and if, something if else. If Roundup Ready has been used on any of the commercial products that you're consuming, you've got to stop doing it right now. Yeah, or not you, no, or you better supplement with zinc. How many enzymes are zinc deficient or uh, dependent? Three, three hundred. Three hundred enzymes. Three hundred enzymes need are dependent zinc on zinc to be operable. Yeah. So that's another podcast. But so we'll go back to the magnesium, which relaxes. Well, it also helps. To, it relaxes smooth muscle tissue. Right. That's why. Why well, it helps with constipation. That's why, because it relax. <laughs> See, your your intestines do not have skeletal tissue. Obviously, they have what's called smooth muscle tissue. Mm-hmm. Smooth muscle tissue is also calcium magnesium dependent. So, if you have a calcium imbalance, a calcium magnesium imbalance, and people are always saying, "Well, let's throw in some boron." Boron isn't involved with the with the um, absorption of calcium and the utilization of calcium in the body outside of assisting the bonding of calcium to bone. Yeah. So if your calcium supplement has boron, that that might catch your eye. But what kind of calcium? Yeah, See, that's the, most the more common, important thing. The most common form of calcium out there is calcium carbonate. Yeah. Limestone. Yep. Dolomite. There's Can't a reason why these limestone mountains are still there. Yeah. So, so no, you can't. You the absorption. You uh, the difference between calcium carbonate and calcium lactate is forty thousand times more absorbable. Calcium lactate is forty thousand times more absorbable than calcium carbonate. Well, but most calcium supplements are calcium carbonate because it's cheap. Yeah, and that's the way Doctor Royal Lee made his calcium lactate. He made it a little bit acidic, so it would break itself down. Calcium's tough to break down. 
I usually throw in a little bit of Zypan, a little bit of hydrochloric acid. Well, that wouldn't hurt. When I take yeah. calcium. But it is, and then he made it the ratio, the perfect if, ratio, magnesium. If you're on pound. acid soppers or acid stoppers, <laughs> either one, that absorbs acid you or it stops acid. You better not be if you're listening to this podcast. If, you, if you're on either one of those and you, you're, you're a sitting duck for restless legs. Oh, yeah. Because the calcium you do get, you can't absorb. Your stomach has to be as hot as battery acid it's hard to before break your down. body yep. can to break it down so that so that it can be absorbed in the gut and that's why this this calcium or um was it tums tum 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 tums <laughs> with calcium is absolute nonsense yeah because the tums will alkalinize the stomach and you can't break down and the you calcium. can't break down the calcium that's why at the beginning of this protocol i say to fix this foundationally follow the gaps protocol for one to two months because by this point by our 21st podcast, you better not have heartburn anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we are planning on doing a podcast on heartburn um, pretty quickly, but just following number four, if you listen to Intro to the Gut, your heartburn should be gone by now. Well, maybe our next podcast should be on acid indigestion. Yeah, it's a because, big one. Oh, that's an awful big one. Out yeah, there. we'll refer a lot back to the gut health for yes. that. but. Anyway, let's... I, let's I kinda, just summarize I want to kind of wrap oh, this I, up. Yeah, with all this crazy stuff. Yeah, I had a lot of fun stuff I had prepared, but it was very, very sad because there, there is no information... Well, get the, there, where's there is, that one on alternative? You had a list there a few moments ago of the alternative oh, recommendations. Here. Let me bring this up. This I is, thought this was, this was I almost so, laughed. This was sad. This is home, remedies. home remedies for restless leg syndrome. I'm telling you guys out there, you will not be able to find these forbidden information, this forbidden information anywhere. This is pathetic. Oh. Uh, and and the and the people that suffer from this just made me cry. Some of the stories. This is this is from medicinenet.com. Home remedies for restless legs. The number one was is go to sleep. Well, I don't know if these are in order of importance, but going to sleep and waking up on time at the same time every day that will help. Um, stretch before you go to sleep. Cut the caffeine out. Soak in a warm bath. Chill or warm your legs. I mean, put ice well, on them. Which one do you do? Or warm them. One guy said, get in as absolute hot as water as you can stand up to your neck. I mean, just almost just let your nose go out of the water. And you know why that works for some people? Because it, it mobilizes calcium in the system when the body is heated up. If they've eaten it. This is, oh, I got I to tell, oh, yes, if they've eaten it and absorbed it. I got to tell absorbed this. absorbed it. Got it I, in their bloodstream. You know what rigor mortis is? Yeah. You know, where the muscles get super tight a few hours after death. This is a problem with calcium. And when the ATP bridges break down because there's no calcium for this to take place uh, and the calcium pump isn't working muscles cannot relax and they and they tighten up and they tighten and you wonder well wait a second the body's dead how can the muscles be contracting well not everything in the body dies at the same time i saw walking dead Yo, yeah, yeah yeah see those those poor beggars those poor zombies they keep living and you know you know okay well anyway um, this is, I remember this from, uh, from, uh, one of my classes in school. I can't remember which one, the rigor mortis class. <laughs> and so it will get really, really tight. 
And then eventually the lysozymes, part of your immune system that have digestive enzymes in them, the lysozymes will break down because they're dying and then the digestive enzymes come out of them and then that's what starts to break down the muscles and then rigor disappears. Now, the reason I'm bringing this up is because if someone were to die inside the Arctic Circle at the same time somebody else died on the equator, I hope this is entertaining. (laughs) And they both died at the same time for the, exactly the same reason. The guy inside the Arctic Circle may not get rigor for a day, but the guy on the equator will get rigor fast and then everything will break down and then the rigor will disappear really fast because heat causes further dissemination of the calcium. That would ruin the forensic stories. Oh, gee. I mean, they just, that's the first question the forensic, you know, uh, coroner or whatever. What was the temperature of the body? Yes. They do that. They want to well, know that. They want to know how long he's been dead. Yes. Or she. Well, yes, because they use the brain. They, they put a thing in the ear to try to measure the temperature of the brain because that's one of the most consistent. Well, how did how I do get... you know these things? There's a DR in front they, of my name. They, they put <laughs> things in ears? Yeah, they put a thermometer in there to catch that. the temperature of the brain because uh, regardless of the cause of death, the decreasing temperature of the brain is usually a very good indication of the time of death. But and the yes, reason he scored re- very high on Asperger's <laughs> test. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I better go get my Asperger's meds. Okay, I'm not finished. But, but this is the reason why, for some people, taking a really hot bath before they go to bed, and we have an easier way to do this, which we've been talking about. You can do that. But you- a real hot bath will cause further... A diffusion of the calcium throughout the body and will help it to move in places where it wasn't in and will cause muscle relaxation. But that doesn't fix the cause well, it of the problem. doesn't fix the cause of the problem. So that's um, number six. Um, chill or warm your legs. Um, make exercise a habit, of course. Exercise cures everything, according to medicine. Exercise your brain, so you need to do brain little... What is she, is she knitting? She's knitting. Sitting still can trigger restless leg syndrome, so just don't ever go to sleep. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, that's um, number eight. Move your legs, okay. What, like when it hits you, move them or move yeah, them Yeah, when your the legs day, ache or? or twitch, moving them may ease those uncomfortable feelings. Okay. I hate it when they say that. You know, a C-section, oh, it'll be a little uncomfortable. I mean, truly, really? Restless legs? This, The stories I've read just, just are horrific. So, you know, move your legs. Breathe deeply. That's the next one, Jack. Yeah. Mm. Stress makes restless leg symptoms worse. So breathe deeply. I'm sorry, I am making fun of these because, okay, then the next one is massage your legs. Yeah, well, that'd be great. That would further disseminate calcium. That might help, yes. Has, you know, somebody around that can massage their legs every single night because they don't fix the problem. Ease into a yoga pose. Okay. Is there a particular one? Uh, yoga combines three remedies that can reduce mild, mild restless leg symptoms. I don't know, but it doesn't fix the problem. What's the next one? Well, maybe a little bit. Turn off the TV before bed. That oh. should fix it foundationally. I'm. But I like falling asleep with the TV <laughs> on. Avoid alcohol and cigarettes. Well, that probably would help things. Review your medicines because that's so Side important. Side effects of some medicines cause real calcium imbalances in the body. Yeah. That's so true. Go through that. And that's it for that. That's it. Medicinenet.com. I mean, yeah, that that was just stunning now, information. Now, I suppose there. they have some drugs they recommend. Well, there's a whole bunch of them. I've, 
and you know, I started and I did, I wrote down all these horrible side effects from Premaplex, Premapexol. Premapraxol. Premapraxol. That's for Parkinson's. The side effects are abnormal body movements and motions. <laughs> yeah, big pause there. Yeah, well, you go from restless legs to dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Weakness, dizziness, drowsiness, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, difficulty remembering or thinking, confusion. Another guy used oxycodone. That worked. Wow, that he, he. I mean, you should have seen. Well, just his, yeah, just using report. yeah, using a narcotic. Yeah, that puts the nerve to sleep. He said, "I know it's a narcotic, but I don't care." Yeah. He said, "I am in so much pain, I cannot stand yep. it one more day." Yep. So there you go. Now he's massively constipated, so he he needs magnesium lactate. Another drug is. Ropinirol. Ropinirol. Oh, yeah, the old ropinirol technique. The side effect of this is worsened restless symptoms plus, early in the morning. Plus. Mild nausea, vomiting, stomach pain, loss of appetite, diarrhea, or constipation. But dry the, mouth, sweating, headaches, dizziness, drowsiness, sleep problems, anxiety, or agitation. But the next one, ropinirol plus. Tylenol 3. Yes, Tylenol. You the take known those two. liver killer. <laughs> yes. There are studies that show. A 1,000 doses of a 1,000 milligrams of Tylenol will destroy your liver. Yeah, so there's that. Okay, um, Requip along with Tegretol. And those side effects are the same. Worsened restless day syndromes, all the same things. Tegretol, though, says that it causes allergic reactions, itching, hives, um, your mouth, your throat, your chest blistering, peeling, or red skin. I mean, just chest pains, dark urine, confusion, memory problems. Let me ask you this, sweetie. Okay. What's the side effects of vitamin D? What's the side effects of calcium? What are the side effects of fatty acids? There's a lot of really good side effects. There's some really good ones. Yeah. Listen to this. I was diagnosed with restless legs about 10 years ago. I first noticed the sensations while riding in the car. I thought I was going crazy until I went to the doctor for my annual physical and just happened to mention the symptoms to her. Thankfully, she immediately knew what it was and prescribed, can you say that? Amitriptyline. Amitriptyline. A very dangerous drug. To be taken at bedtime. Within three weeks, I was finally sleeping through the night. She told me I w- she told me she wasn't sure why this particular drug worked for restless legs, but that she had heard positive results from others. Yeah, that's one of the off-label prescriptions. There's so much off-label prescribing well, going on now. Here's the side effects. Myocardial infarction. Yes, it'll stop your heart. Yeah. Okay. But it, well, that'll stop your Stroke. restless legs, too. Yes, then will. <laughs> you won't have any more problems. Stroke um, is a side effect. Nonspecific ECG. EK, well, e- electrocardiogram, mm-hmm. a nonspecific electrocardiogram. Heart block, arrhythmias, hypotension, hypotension, syncope. That's fainting. Yeah, that little thing. Hypertension, tachycardia, and palpitations. Okay. And then another one a lot of people took was Miraplex. Here's this guy he says, I was four, I am 48 years old with restless legs. My first symptom was about 15 years ago. I was diagnosed three years ago and have been on Miralax. The doctor recently- Miraplex. Or Miraplex. Keep doing Big that. Big difference. Well, I had a, pay, a little six-year-old girl that had been on Mira, I Miralax- I told me that. For six years. I couldn't believe that. Oh, man, boy. That's, that's very scary. That's a, that's a, it has neurotoxic effects. Anyway. 
Anyway, the doctor recently doubled the dose of this Miraplex. It doesn't seem to work anymore. I am miserable. Last night was the first time I had severe arm jerking. They said that's where restless legs goes to. Yes, it does. Is severe arm jerking. And then she says, in the past, moisturizing my feet and putting socks on seems to help some with sensitivity. But now I am at a loss as to what to do. I'm exhausted and sad. It is affecting my everyday wow. life. So so get out there with the, with the Forbidden Doctor. Forward this podcast to everybody because we have the simplest solutions. So should I recap? Yeah. All right. We're going to start with the sun. The sun makes it possible for our body to uptake calcium into the blood. Okay. What they say is if your arms are bare and your face and neck are bare, 30 minutes three times a week should give you all the vitamin D you need. I just recommend take some cod liver oil. Yeah. How much easier would that be? Then you need to have calcium. You have to have calcium in the system. And you can eat a whole mess of green vegetables, but they need to be organic or they need to be from your backyard. And you have a hard time get, breaking those down. If you get conventional uh, green leafy vegetables, there's no calcium left in the soils. No. All they give them is nitrous, phosphorus, and potassium, the NPK stuff. That's all they do for serious mineral fertilization of vegetables and the, our, our consumable foods because those things make green peppers emerald green they make tomatoes just as red as blood they make squash as yellow as a harvest moon but they're empty of nutrition so if you're going to go the green vegetable route make sure it's organic or you grew it in your own backyard that's kind of the analogy of a dead person in a casket and they paint them all up oh yes good very good yes just fake just dead I was food. at a recent funeral here just a few months ago, and the comments were there. She looks better than she was alive. Well, we do the we talk about the dead zone in the grocery store, which is the inside where you have packaged foods that are painted up to yes. look like they're alive, yes, but they're not. Yes, they have morticians involved in food packaging yes. to make this worthless stuff look like food. And then you need the calcium diffuser which is a lot of fatty acids. And if you eat a ton of fish, that'll do the trick. Yeah. If you're not into eating a ton of fish, we recommend Cataplex F because it's a calcium diffuser. It diffuses calcium from the blood into the tissues. That's it. And magnesium. And, oh, and I, magnesium. I didn't have that on the chart because we have one to five in our calcium lactate, but I decided I better. But some people might need a little bit yeah. more of a relaxing agent. That's true. So I true. threw that in. That's true. And then there's a nice herb, horse chestnut complex, that also works really well for um, calming you down. And it, it rebuilds the vascular structure. But there's another herb called Cramplex, and I didn't put that on the protocol. But that's really helpful. It's helpful for menstrual cramps and... Um, Women who regularly suffer. And women suffer. usually have this more than well, men. Yeah, men don't have menstrual cramps. No, no, I meant oh, oh, restless legs. Oh, restless legs. Okay, <laughs> yes. Because there's a strong relationship between calcium deficiencies and menstrual cramps. Yes. Because the menstrual cramp, yes. when you have the contraction of the uterus taking place to get rid of the, of the endometrium mm -hmm. uh, that becomes the menses, it will cramp if there's yeah. not enough our, calcium. Our present. teenage daughters always had a small bottle of calcium lactate and Cataplex F in their purse. Mostly Cataplex F yes. because that was the one that pushes the calcium into the tissues yes. and stops the cramps. So it's either a sugar problem 
sugar handling problem, or it's a calcium deficiency problem, or a calcium distribution problem in the body. And I think in our Restless Leg Protocol that follows this podcast that you can download for free, it will def- it will delineate between the two. And I would recommend you do the calcium magnesium deficiency one first. And if for any reason there's some sluggishness or it doesn't work fast enough, or if you're diabetic or pre-diabetic or have sugar handling problems, hypoglycemic, just no energy, you might want to do that one first. Okay. Okay. I think we covered it all. We'll see you next week. And... Sounds good to me. I had fun. You know, and this is... I don't know how to end. Well, I never know how to end either, except download our free protocol and... Go to theforbiddendoctor.com. Yes. And give us a good rating for crying out loud. Yeah. I think this was a five-star show. Uh, Please send it off to people with restless legs. Yes. Uh, It's pathetic. It makes me so sad to think there is not any foundationally helping protocol out there. Just drugs, 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 drugs. And oh, hey, put some ice on it or get in a hot bath. Or Or strike that yoga pose you've always been wanting to do. (laughs) Now, and and I'm not, I'm not dissing yoga. Yoga is a great exercise. It is. It's very. And I suppose there's one or two people who are made better off with their restless legs by a yoga pose, but there's a lot easier ways than throwing your yoga well, mat down Well, it just there on doesn't fix things foundationally. No, Although it, it does fix a lot of things. Yes. Keeps you All calm. right, that'll do it. Okay, we'll right. see you next week. We'll see you week. later. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Forbidden Doctor podcast and Mary's and My Health Secrets. Now, here's where you can help us help mankind by giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. We really want to join Jimmy Moore, Bulletproof Executive, Lear Keith, and all the other revolutionaries in saving your families with their forbidden truth about self-healing. Please like us on Facebook and follow on Twitter at Forbidden Doctor. More information is available at ForbiddenDoctor.com or call us at 866-867-5070. We answer calls. These podcasts are provided for information only. The previous statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Nothing that was said is intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.